welcome to Smooches and Stabs with Pepper Basham and Jamie Jo Wright. Studying history, how history should have happened, and creating all kinds of fictional conspiracy theories. All right, we got it. All right, welcome everybody to the next edition of Smooches and Stabs. And this time we are adding another S to the title. We are calling it Smooches and Stabs and Sass because we have with us today some very special guests. Pepper, I will let you introduce yours. First. Yes, awesome. Our Sass edition today on this side of the state is Phoebe Basham, my youngest daughter, actually my youngest kid. Um, so she is going to be hanging out with us and helping us find some really cool conspiracy theories about our historical nuggets today. Wonderful. Should I say anything? Just... Do you want her to say something? Sure. <laughs> Go right ahead. Say something, Phoebe. Hello. <laughs> I am Phoebe Basham, the one and only. 14. Awesome artist. Oh, thank you. Bring yeah. some sass. And bring some sass. Don't know where she gets it from. Uh, I don't know either. And I have the other um side of the sass equation with my daughter chloe who has joined us today she loves everything conspiracy she is a chip off the old block <laughs> she'd like to say something miss chloe hi <laughs> <laughs> so today we have picked a topic that um our listeners have brought up a couple times and we thought would be really fun to do with the girls and it is whatever happened to the lost colony of Roanoke tree right so yes. I mean it's it's really kind of basically a simple story there was a colony and they vanished sort of simple seems simple but is it really I don't know it's the idea of an entire village just completely up and disappearing just totally intrigues me well, and here, and a little bit of the history of that, right? So uh, John White, who was get, was given the governorship of this colony um, by Walter Raleigh, right? Sir Walter Raleigh, right. and he, uh, and John, John White had a very uh, deep emotional investment in his colony because not only was it his first time being assigned as governor, but also his daughter and son-in-law and his wife mm -hmm. and his brand new grandbaby were a part of this colony of 118, 115, 115 um, colonists who came. Uh, and interestingly, though, it's not as simple because there are weird things that happened. Even before they got off the boat, there are weird things that happened. So they were supposed to be dropped off at a different place. And the, the guy who was over the ship, who was a Spaniard, he dropped them they got off the ship at uh roanoke on the roanoke island and he wouldn't let them get back on to go on to their continued journey why he says oh the summer's already passed we're headed back to england well that's what he said but it right. wouldn't have taken him very long to get them to their next stop so he wouldn't let them get off it wouldn't let them get back on the ship so they ended up having to be in roanoke which is not where they were supposed to have been to begin with right right and it makes you wonder like was there already a conspiracy in play Right, already something against them. 
whether that be by human means or some other means. And then there's also, there's also the fact that they, they set up this colony within, I think it was like six months. Uh, the colonists were like, John White, you've got to go back to England. We're running out of food. The ship's not going to know where we are. So they're not going to drop off supplies. You've got to go back. And he didn't want to go. He was like, I, I, I don't want to leave here. And they're like, please, please. So he goes back. And then all of these things stop him from getting back to the colony. Right. He gets, There's a storm all the way to England. Storms are hitting him. Uh, possible pirates all this stuff before he even gets back to England. He finally gets to England and then he's, he's, uh, he can't leave again because there's this possible war with Spain, Spaniard, Spain, Spain. possible war with Spain. And then, (laughs) right, look, look at Fu, see, she cute. He, she, he, Fu the cat is making an appearance for those of you who are listening. And the reason I'm holding him is he's part Siamese and he attacks. He hates me. He hates me. And he gets mad at, Chloe, because he's a one-person cat. Oh, so he gets mad at Chloe, attacks her, and then he gets mad at me because I don't let him. <laughs> Jill's cat. It's one of those. He's, it's a cat. <laughs> okay, so then that happens. He gets back over there. He mm-hmm. can't leave. He can't leave England to return because all the ships are being used to possibly help protect England from Spain. Spain. Then what is it? A year later, he tries to leave but doesn't get very. Or because storms happen and they're attacked by pirates and he has to return back to England. So he doesn't get back to the colony for three years on his grandbaby's birthday. Who, by the way, was the first English child born in the Americas. True that. Virginia Dare. Yeah, she's the coolest name, Virginia Dare. I mean, that's a cool name. Isn't that a cool name? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's something fishy about the colony. Very daring. Lydia says, was she very daring in Virginia? <laughs> I do think something is weird. There's definitely something fishy about the colony, 100%. What do you think is fishy? I don't know. I feel like they planned it. I feel like the captain planned all of this stuff. Like he knew, like he's, like I feel like he planned it, but didn't tell anyone. That's a possibility. What? Okay, so here's another interesting thing that I found out is that so John, John White, the governor guy, was also an artist. He was hired to be the cartographer, which is the map maker. Mm-hmm. And he used things, he used, an, um, this will be interesting for you, Phoebe, because you're an artist, but he used the mode of watercolor, which was not common in that time period. Usually people used oil, but he enjoyed the mode of watercolor. So it actually was faster to do the art. Sure. So anyway, he was, he was brought, he was, he made all the first drawings of in, uh, the Eastern Native Americans that anyone had ever seen because that's, well, the first American colony, right, um, in uh, America. But the interesting thing was, was in a map that they discovered in the British Museum in 2012, okay. it had invisible ink on it. Of Shut two, the front door. Uh-huh, of two forts that were only available through invisible ink. And I think the American forts, so these two places that there were American colonies, that they think they were put in invisible ink to keep the Spanish from knowing where they were. Again, we're dealing with Spanish. What's happening here? Spaniards. Hmm. Well, like Chloe was saying, what's going on with the Spanish stuff? So actually run by evil sea monsters. Spain is run by evil sea monsters. 
Well, all the storms, all the storms. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, that's, I, you know, it, it kind of brings up, you know, the whole concept of the giant whales and, um, you know, Moby Dick <laughs> of, of sea espionage caused from sea monsters. I like that idea. I'm, I actually think. What? I'm wondering if there's some kind of weird water something going on like again i'm gonna go back to that weird atlantis idea there is always something trying to stop john white from getting to his place or from getting back to his place and it's usually dealing with storms sea problems uh all this sort of stuff i mean there were like lots of people who died on the two the three voyages he tried to make um because of storms and so I'm sitting here going, hmm, what's happening? And what, what really happened to this group of people? Right. Were they, if they just disappeared, because the cool thing about the, the village was that the houses were taken apart. They weren't burned. There was no evidence of a fight or a struggle. There was even the, the name Croatoan carved on the tree, which was a sign that they'd moved somewhere. They said they would leave a sign on a tree or a post that they'd right. moved somewhere if they moved. And if it was going to be moved by force, they would leave a cross, carve a cross underneath the name. If but there was no cross, right? But did you know? Did you know what Croatoan means in the Bible? Ooh, what does it mean in the Bible? It actually, well, according to this website, which I'm sure is a hundred percent trustworthy. Yes, um, Croatoan. Um, in the Bible is a disease that drives people into homicidal madness and leads to cannibalism. So, so it's a pandemic basically brought on by the Spaniards. I'm telling you, the Spanish are sea monsters. How it is. I'm going to go to Sebastian and be like, hey, man. You're a sea monster? <laughs> Sebastian's one of her friends that's called his Spanish. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's Spanish. Just going to question him. Be like, are you? He's from Atlantis. <gasps> that would mean Batchy. that's why he's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this actually leads to some questions, though. If we are considering the fact that the Spaniards were A, behind some conspiracy, B, this strange word, Croatoan, if we're even pronouncing that correctly, either means that they moved, it could possibly mean council if it was a conglomeration of Native American words, or it means they just went homicidally crazy. And then with Phoebe's theory that there's sea monsters involved, that leads to the question of DNA, which they have actually taken DNA samples from the local Native American people to try to see if there's any um, English DNA that might have somehow intermingled that would hint to the fact that the settlers from Roanoke maybe merged with a Native American um, population at the time. Um, but I'm wondering if what's actually happened, and Chloe, you can jump in here, okay. but I'm thinking that maybe what has really been discovered is sea monster DNA. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's with this. Totally. But see, I think it goes back to the whole Atlantis thing. 
because what if they're not if okay so if the, this group of people now research is showing they think that if the colony did survive they didn't survive as a as a whole they right. broke off and right. so they think that some may have moved inland and some may have moved to this island of croatoan whatever right what if though what if though you know that you know mermaids have a way of calling people away oh those from are sirens sirens a way of calling people away what if they called the people away to an island that you don't know is there like a mysterious island that you can't get to because the storms are keeping you away from it um and they because again it wasn't by force if people did turn into cannibals you would think you would have found at least bones behind because as far as i know cannibals don't eat the bones and so um, i don't know maybe you can clear on that one Jamie, <laughs> since you do write stuff that's very different than me <laughs> but if that's the case <laughs> if the houses were taken down like methodically right um and there was no no fire no no appearance of being attacked right whatever happened appears to have been done peaceably well um sirens um are mythical mermaid like creatures are you mm. sure they're mythical they might not be oh. yeah. okay go but ahead. The, the, they they're creatures that are known to sing or lure men sailors mm -hmm. into crashing their ships so either the tribe is dead yep. if, if we're going by siren theory they're they're not they're lost at sea because mm -hmm. they crashed their ships they had a hunting ship they lured them off into an island and they ate them in and let the women survive or what if they lured them into the ocean and they drowned and they, <gasps> the sea? they could have done that too then they went to Atlantis. Well, what was their purpose? Well, I guess they just do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're sirens. They're sirens. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Chloe? Well, or what if, yeah, like what if the sirens lured them, lured the sailors away, and then they swam underwater and there was like a pool where if you get into that pool, you turn into like a mermaid or a merman. And then there's like a city under the water. Atlantis! Yeah. <laughs> You are so on this Atlantis thing. <laughs> I know. We cannot do one podcast without Atlantis or aliens come up, which by the way, um, asterisk, we want to apologize deeply for any offense that we have brought in using the terminology aliens. Um, we did learn this week that the proper, um, correct um, reference is extraterrestrials. We will try to um, remedy our language, and we do apologize for any offense that we've brought here at Smooches yes. and Stabs. Any, any extraterrestrials who are watching this, I know you can't let us know that you are extraterrestrials because you don't want to step into, you know, right. and you being found out. If you're offended, so we will assume that you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, we will. But maybe you know really what happened to the Roman colony. <laughs> maybe they were a part of it. <laughs> Phoebe, oh wait, let's go with Chloe and Phoebe's theory, okay? We have okay. monsters, we have mermaids, and we have extraterrestrials, right? Mm -hmm. What right. if a mermaid and an extraterrestrial got together, had a sea had a monster, 
Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 100%. <laughs> yes. And and then they lured. I don't really want to get in the science of it, but they lured then the um the Roman adult colony to the ocean at which point they were dumped into this pool and would come out as a creature of the sea it could they could become a mermaid slash merman slash mm-hmm. siren they could become an extraterrestrial what what is it <laughs> an extraterrestrial or they could become a sea monster right so then it would make sense that if john white was trying to come back and right. rescue they would create ways to distract him or to slow his his ability to get there any ships to get there mm-hmm. and if there is this special place that's shrouded in fog and protected by storms an island of some sort mm-hmm. that these people creatures ets mm-hmm. can get to <laughs> and stay on then you don't want it to be found have you ever thought about how maybe People around us are extraterrestrials. We just don't know it. Yes, I thought about that. Mom, are you an alien? I have Rh negative blood, which means I probably am. Gosh, I just I don't know what to say. Am I adopted? No. Okay. I don't think. (laughs) You don't think? Did Dad just (laughs) spontaneously be like, "Hey, I adopted a child," but brainwashed you into thinking, "No, I am part of the family." After you have so many, you just take whatever you get. All right. All right. And we are devolving into new theories into the Basham family ancestral tree. <laughs> they have actually, actually researched their genetics and found out that they are the long lost. <laughs> Roanoke. We are the colony of Roanoke that disappeared, proven by Pepper Basham's blood type that has extraterrestrial elements to it. Right. That's why I was offended at the word alien. How many, how many people do you need to make a colony? Do we have enough people? Seven sounds like a good number. I'm sure Chloe would come join you. Chloe, you are so welcome to come join our colony. Jocelyn is basically adopted. (laughs) Okay, stop. All right. So, okay. So, okay. So what do you think? I think you had mentioned something about, I love the idea of there being a secret society though if we're dealing with if we take out the whole sea monster thing and we're dealing with the spaniard idea and trying to trying to start a war with england mm-hmm. trying to stop colonization of america mm-hmm. i like this idea of a secret society though what about that well chloe i was thinking because you and i have talked about secret societies a lot a lot a lot and what is the main purpose that there's always war between nations? It's usually gold, money, treasure, right? Yeah. Or just simply wanting freedom. Or, well, yeah. Or wanting to gain power. Right. And so if you have a ship full of Englishers coming to settle a new land, I cannot imagine that Spain was very excited about that. So what if they planted? Spain was behind it. Right. Spain was behind it. The their English people disappearing. Right. They Spain planted. knew. Spain Spain had sent out like people from the army or whatever okay. to go explore the land. Mm-hmm. 
of the place that they were originally going to go, and they found a lot of gold. Oh. Spain didn't want the settlers to stay there and get all the gold and be rich. So they, and John White was one of the people mm -hmm. who went there and found it out, and they told him not to let them go to the next place and to mm -hmm. make them all disappear. Mm -hmm. I like that. And they but, could... what, but what if? Mm. What if the captain was behind it and they went to that land? And Spain Ooh. just never came and took food. What if John so, White isn't as innocent as he seems? No, what if he went behind Spain's back? Or what if John White went behind the settlers' back? Right. He's a double agent. I'm thinking the captain was the double guy because he was I, yeah. Spaniard. He dropped them off on this island they weren't supposed to be on, which yeah. would go along with the conspiracy of them not making it to the place they're supposed to make it to. Mm -hmm. so they can't colonize there and this place would automatically kill them off because the ships are with supplies aren't going to be stopping there to reload their supply ships mm -hmm. so he dropped them off there he knows that the spanish have um call, are trying to colonize florida right. and are moving their way up north right right, right. so and he probably is in cahoots with the mermaids they could have even planted some spaniards into the group as English, but they're really Spaniards. And so they might've been the ones that started the homicidal maniacal demise and then disappeared into the woods so that when the ship finally returned, they could sneak back onto the ship and head back. So there actually were survivors of Roanoke, but they were the Spaniard plants. Aha, that would work. What's your idea, Philly? Okay, but what if John White was a triple agent? Not not just a double, Ooh. but a triple. Ooh. Ooh. Triple. Ooh. Yes, he was for Spain, and he was for the settlers, and he was also an extra treacherous creature undercover as a human. Yes. <laughs> wow. This is great stuff. I can because, see yes, what do you think, Phoebe? I can see. Well, okay. Well, how did we even learn about this whole Roanoke business? Is because... John White he went stuff. back to find them and they were gone. Well, yes. then he writes stuff down mm -hmm. and he found it. So what if he wrote false things, pretending to be a regular human and also pretending that he was not part of the reason why Roanoke went missing? What if he's secretly evil? What if he's a Spaniard? Or what if he's secretly trying to build up the colonization of the aquatic people and he gathered all the colonists there so that they would be taken to that secret place and turned into mermaid sea creature extraterrestrials? Or they were all extraterrestrials from the beginning. <gasps> Only the 115 people that decided they were going to have, they were going to have ET freedom by leaving England to colonize America. I see it all. I can, I, I we <laughs> are rewriting. We are rewriting American history books today here on Switches and Stabs and Sass. <laughs> what do you see? John White as an extraterrestrial being could see the future and knew we would find his writings so he wrote false things so it would seem as if he was innocent and completely unbeknownst to the history of and he murdered all of them. and he murdered he all of them but then he took them to space so no one could find the bodies 
So basically, yeah. John White is a serial killer. He's the first American serial yes. killer. <laughs> yes. And what? And it all happened because of Croatoan. Yeah. Right? He's what? the one who became the cannibal murderer. You may be wondering, why did John White do this? Why did he do this? Why did he do this? Because this is slow, slow, but sure plan to make Earth the land of the extraterrestrial beings. And this was just... Or he murdered them because they were on the verge of finding out that extraterrestrial yeah. creatures existed. Like they almost found it out. Yeah. Mine's more romantic. Mine's more romantic. They take them to the secret island and they become mermaid people and they're trying to grow population of mermaid sea creature people. The whole idea of everybody being eaten it's just not my favorite. They don't have to eat them. Or that their bodies were sent to space. Or they could fall in love first and then get eaten. That's right. still a sad ending. No. Wait, wait. Oh, they're in space. Chloe has an idea. Together. What, <laughs> what if John White wasn't extraterrestrial? Or he was and he got upset and he was gonna murder, he was like an evil extraterrestrial and he was gonna murder the whole colony besides himself, of course. But the mermaids saved him, saved them, or like saved the sirens them. saved the colony. Oh. <gasps> I like that. Okay, Chloe, you're now, you're now on my track now. That's exactly right. Save the day, romantic. Let's there we go. And so they went off to live Let's with the mermaids. And go for it. I didn't say anything about falling in love. This is this is where Phoebe's argument then comes full circle, because after the mermaids abducted or rather saved all of the um, settlers or whatever we're calling the colonists, then John White came back, found out his plans have been thwarted. So he writes a fictional story about the Roanoke settlers and in reality, none of it's true. The whole Croatoan word, the whole integration with Native Americans, the ships, everything, even 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 the seas that kept him away. It's just all fiction because he, he doesn't- He becomes the first suspense writer. Yes. yes. Wait. Truly. Truly. What if all of Spain were extraterrestrial creatures? <gasps> Spaniards are aliens now. We've seen the Princess Bride. We know. Yes, my name is Antigua Montoya. You keep my father prepared to die. You gotta watch that. <laughs> Indubitably. Excellent swordsmanship. Right. Very gentlemanly, by the way. Right. It's all a ruse. It's all a ruse. <laughs> you know, so our, Daniels are charming, charming and dangerous. Too charming to be ooh, true. Ooh. Oh, that's why we love the Spaniards. <laughs> that's right. And that's right. why we need to be saved by mermaids, evidently. Oh, I'll be saved by a Spaniard too. If you're Spanish and you're out there and want to save me, come right and save me. <laughs> I think I've right? genres. And then I shall murder you in your sleep. <laughs> right, that, that's more like <laughs> I was scaring Chloe there. I had to re regain my status as the murderous mother. <laughs> murderous. It's nice to know you've, you're so loved there, Chloe, by your murderous mother. She hasn't murdered anyone, though. Oh, good disclaimer. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't want her new time Vera's getting confused. Because that would be bad. 
Well, this has been fun having you girls join us. Um, I think we have discovered a few important points that have not been considered about Roanoke before. I do too, I think exactly. And that's, and that's why people really want to hear the truth about history when they come to listen to us. Well, yeah. it, it's time that history is exposed and I'm glad that we're able, Pepper, to teach the next generation how to accurately read and interpret the history books versus taking them for face value. I agree completely. Well, yes, and I think like you needed a fresh mindset to this whole situation with Roanoke. So we got so we got Chloe and Phoebe in here to get us some fresh perspective. And I really do think we need to invite them back sometime. I, I definitely do. I think Chloe and Phoebe should each pick a historical topic that they would like to discuss. And then we can absolutely schedule some um, interspersed smooches, stabs, and sass episodes um, in the midst. But yeah. Yeah. our next episode is a Pepper and Jamie episode. We will be discussing the Black Dahlia. And that is definitely going to hit every romantic chord in Pepper's. No, it's not at all. But I'll find a way to salvage it. Don't worry, y'all. <laughs> we close out, we like to close out with interesting historical facts. Pepper, are you okay? Chloe actually found one. And then I think Phoebe might know something about George Washington that goes with it. I think that's a great idea. Go we'll for it, Chloe. Close it out. So Chloe, you start and Phoebe, you can All right. It. So in the 1830s, ketchup was sold as medicine. Ketchup yes, was sold yes. as medicine. In the 1830s. The 1830s. And I believe that George Washington at some point had a horrible disease and they thought the best way to cure it was to give him spoonfuls of ketchup. Yeah. After they did the leaching. Oh, yes. And we never forget about the leeches. This might be a good treatment for um, COVID-19. We'll have to experiment. <gasps> That's actually probably right. I, I, I think we should definitely, I mean, what could go wrong with that? And why wouldn't it be something to believe in right now? We should revise like Mary Poppins. Phoebe said we should sing a song about it set to the tune of Mary Poppins spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Spoonful of ketchup is the medicine that goes around. Helps the COVID go away. The COVID go away. COVID go away. Just a spoonful of ketchup makes the COVID go away. It's the most delightful way. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us here on Smooches and Stabs and Sass. Yes. And we will oh, are we gonna add that next place? time as we discuss the Black Dahlia. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you for joining this episode of Smooches and Stabs with Pepper Basham and Jamie Jo Wright. Find us at facebook.com forward slash smooches and stabs on YouTube and on your favorite podcast player.